Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Hello and welcome into the podcast. We're on day five, day five, sustaining our deep work momentum, sustaining our deep work momentum. The activities for today include developing strategies for maintaining our momentum as we uh, get into our deep work. How do we do that over time? How do we maintain the momentum? Guys, welcome into the podcast. This is Rethink. My name is Kelly. I'm your host. It is my pleasure to welcome you into yet another um, fun and content-filled podcast, um, uh, information-filled podcast. This is going to be a conclusion to our week-long discussion on deep work. And yeah, it will help you to go back to day one, particularly if you're new here and you've not uh, listened to the entire series in succession. It's going to help you to go back to day one. Uh, Day one, we laid out the overview, uh, fundamentals of deep work. What is it? How's it work? And the benefits. Benefits, of course, are higher levels of productivity. Think of it this way. Uh, You are uh, putting more time back into your day. Uh, You're using your time uh, more wisely. You're being more efficient, more productive overall. Uh, day two, we got into talking about um, different strategies for cultivating deep work. How do we go about doing this? How do we design these routines and rituals so that they work for us? That was day two. Day three, overcoming challenges. There will be challenges. We're talking about uninterrupted focus on a particular task or a given task. And you're going to encounter some some pushback mentally. So how do we overcome that? That's what we talked about on day three. And yesterday, which was day four, we talked about ways to integrate and actually embed this so deeply into your daily rituals, routines, and protocols that it just becomes you. It's no longer deep work. It's just the way that you work. It's just how you are. You are a highly productive and efficient individual. And uh, that's what we talked about yesterday. And today, we're going to talk about sustaining all of this because we wanted to work for long periods of time. If you've ever gone on a diet, at some point, hopefully, the diet was so effective that it simply became uh, a lifestyle change. Most uh, uh, folks will tell you, nutritionists will tell you, not to go on diets. You need to change your lifestyle, change the way that you eat, change the way that you think about food, change the way that you think about exercise and your body. These are the more effective ways of approaching weight loss and uh, healthy eating. And then likewise, when we're talking about deep work, we're talking about processes and procedures. We're talking about your daily routines. How do we go about sustaining them? 
At some point, it's going to stop being deep work and it's just going to be the way that you work. It's going to be the way that you work. If this is your first time, you caught us at a great time. If this is your first time, you caught us at a great time. This is season four, which means you got three other seasons to go back and get caught up on. We spent a lot of time at the end of 2023 and also the beginning of 2024 positioning ourselves for just this series, for just a series like this, where in 2023, we prepped and prepared ourselves uh, for the beginning of a new year. New year, we launched into a course called 31 Days to New Beginnings, where we talked about strategies for putting forth more effective and strategic ways of achieving and accomplishing the things that we want to. And right now, we're in the midst, we're at the end of it, of talking about one particular idea, a methodology that's going to really, once we employ it, be incredibly effective for us, and that is deep work. So, here, we challenge the way that you think. We think of things in new ways. Ultimately, we want to provide you with strategies and non-traditional ways of thinking about things that are taking place in your life. How can your life work better for you? That's what we're talking about, hence deep work. Let's get into it. Day five. As I went through and I was uh, putting together the content for today, it occurred to me that, well, the question I asked myself was this. How do you sustain this? Diets are good. Relationships are good. Even career, you know, jobs, when you first get your first first gig, it's good. How do you sustain the momentum? How do you sustain the momentum in a relationship? How do you sustain the momentum uh, as an entrepreneur? How, how do you sustain? Because you want to do this. You don't want this to just be, you know, your diet for the first, you know, 30, 60, 90 days. You want to maintain and you want to have the effects of a good eating habits throughout the year because you know that it's going to provide you with maximum benefits. But how do you sustain? After the newness wears off, after you're excited about it, how do you sustain a relationship? And I thought to myself, well, how do you sustain anything? How do you sustain anything? First thing that came to my mind was celebrating, documenting, recognizing the progress itself. Celebrating, documenting, recognizing the progress itself. The acknowledgement and therefore the celebration of your achievement, no matter how small they are, will put you in a state of sustainability. Uh, It increases your momentum toward more and, and like similar tasks. Celebrating progress boosts your confidence. It actually reinforces your positive behaviors. So if you've instituted some positive behaviors in your life, you get the response that you were looking for, the results you were looking for, then it's going to motivate you to continue these same sorts of behaviors. If you institute no eating after 7 o'clock and your ultimate goal is to lose weight, and over time you do lose weight, then you can substantiate, you can celebrate, you can you document it that this one particular activity, this good behavior, this positive uh, behavior has contributed to me losing weight. Therefore, you recognize it and you celebrate it. What does that want? What does that make you want to do? Wants, it, it makes you want to continue that same behavior. So likewise, here with deep work, I'm suggesting to you by celebrating your progress. This is one of the main 
stage, the main ways that you're going to be able to sustain your momentum. So it's going to be important for you to journal. It's going to be important for you to document your progress because you're going to make progress. Document your progress, no matter how big or how small, celebrate your achievements. Okay, set forth the tasks that you uh, want to accomplish in your deep work states. And then once you achieve those tasks, take the time to stop and celebrate those achievements. That's going to manufacture these good feeling emotions, good feeling chemicals within your body. You're going to associate. You're going to associate these positive feelings with these behaviors. It's going to motivate you. It's going to sustain you. It's going to keep that momentum going. Celebrating progress and your results is a positive strategy for sustaining deep work. There are a number of things that I could go over and talk to you about, you know, setting your intentions and practicing mindfulness and meditation, but we've already talked about that, and I believe this group knows about that already. Embracing yourself in terms of your imperfections. You're not trying to be perfect. You're trying to accomplish the task. Self-care is always on the menu. You need to always ensure that you're taking care of yourself. Uh, both mental and physical, as best you can throughout whatever processes, methodologies you're engaging in. But celebrating, I believe, is the one thing that many of us don't do. I am talking to myself. So many times I have uh, a, you know, something on the on the, on my task list that I want to accomplish. And I spend time and energy focusing on accomplishing this task. And eventually it gets accomplished and I don't celebrate it. What I do is move on to the next task, move on to the next achievement. What I'm suggesting you do, and even me changing my modus operandi, is to celebrate. Take the time to celebrate. Take the time and say, hey, good job to yourself. Maybe even put forth the carrot. Suggest to yourself, hey, when I get through this particular task, when I complete this task, when I achieve this goal, I'm going to take myself out to dinner. I'm going to take myself on a trip. I am going to buy myself something that I've wanted. I'm going to buy myself uh, something that I've, uh, I've wanted for a while. There's nothing wrong with indulging, uh, particularly on yourself. You are engaging in a lot of what seems like mental mental warfare almost, you're, you're making valiant attempts to be as productive as you can. Reward yourself. And by rewarding yourself, you will encourage yourself to continue these types of behaviors. So again, celebrating progress and your results is a powerful way to sustain deep work and for you to maintain your momentum over long periods of time. You're in this for the long haul. Right. You're not just trying to accomplish two or three tasks and then get out of it. This is going to become your lifestyle. Here's why it's essential. And here's how you can incorporate celebrating into your deep work practices. Number one, uh, celebrating progress provides positive reinforcement for your efforts. We're talking about boosting motivation, celebrating progress provides positive reinforcement for your efforts. It boosts your motivation and it continues 
uh, as you continue to work towards your goals, when you acknowledge and you celebrate even the small achievements, you create a sense of accomplishment. And this in and of itself propels you forward. You may not realize it, but it propels you forward. You're saying good job to yourself. Number two, it reinforces positive behavior. So by celebrating progress, you reinforce the positive behaviors that got you here in the first place. These are the habits that contribute to your deep work to begin with. So this positive reinforcement strengthens neural pathways associated with productivity and focus. In other words, you are making these connections in your brain. You are hardwiring this activity into yourself, saying this actually works. I seen it for myself. I have confidence that if I do this this way, I will get the results that I want. And you're going to get a great amount of confidence and some really good feelings uh, about uh, this result coming from within you. So the next thing is enhancing confidence. Just talked a little bit about that, recognizing that your progress builds confidence in your abilities and belief in your potential for success is part of this whole process. Each celebration, each time you do it, it serves as a reminder, as evidence of your competence, of your progress. By celebrating yourself, you're empowering yourself to tackle new challenges because there will be more. That's what life is. More challenges, higher levels of consciousness, more challenges, even higher levels of consciousness. This is going to help you to make it easy to maintain uh, these routines. Uh, It fosters resilience, needless to say. Celebrating progress cultivates resilience by helping you navigate setbacks and obstacles more effectively. When faced with challenges, you can draw upon past successes as a source of inspiration and motivation. I've got personal, plenty of personal examples. One comes to mind that has to do with my daughter. My daughter is in a very, she goes to two schools. Um, one is an extracurricular type of deal, but it is um, pretty rigorous. And it is setting her in line for a Harvard, de- Harvard debate team. And so she goes on the weekends. She goes to regular school during the week. She goes to this on the weekend. Um, needless to say, it's rigorous and challenging. And there are kids there that are, that are considered high performance, just like my daughter. And unlike regular school with their pop quizzes and other tests, they, they just have a few assessments. And it's either you pass or you fail. It's really like a college atmosphere. It's either you pass or you fail. So it's pretty intense. I've seen the kids, um, some handle it relatively okay, others uh, not great. And some, like with my daughter, have have really exceeded, have really exceeded. Uh, But going through this process for myself, you know, a process that where I identify a certain modus operandi, I, I identify a goal, I put together a plan, I achieve the goal. The next time a challenge comes up, I remind myself, remember the last time we did this and we did it successfully. I know how that feels inside of me. But looking at my daughter, now having successfully passed her second assessment, as she approaches that second assessment, I saw her revisit a lot of the emotions and a lot of the nerves that accompany the, the preliminary assessment. 
And I told her then what I told her after she initially completed her first assessment. And that was, remember how you feel today. Make a mental note of how you feel right now. Do you remember an hour ago before, you know, while we were on the way to this building and before you done your assessment, do you remember how nervous you were? Do you, do you remember the thoughts that were going through your head? What does it feel like right now? Don't forget these feelings. Why? You're going to have other assessments. And I'm suggesting to you as high performers, as entrepreneurs, as, as long-term uh, uh, career and relationship folks, don't forget how success feels, how you felt before the success. Why? There are more challenges on the way. It's important for you to be your biggest cheerleader. It's important for you to be able to recall some emotions, both positive and not so positive, about challenges. It's okay to remember how afraid and nervous you were the first time you went out to perform in front of an audience, the first time you asked someone on a date, the first time that you made this big presentation that everything was riding upon. It's okay. But it's not okay not to recall. The success and the illumination you felt after you were successful and after you achieved what it is that you were going for. That's very important. You've got to put those two things together. Why? Because one was a result of the other. Initially, you were more than likely not as confident because you were trying to figure out how to do this. How do I make this work? And then you made it work. And you felt like, man, I did that. I created this. I accomplished this. I achieved this. When the next challenge comes, remind yourself, I felt this way before. I felt the nerves. I felt the fear. I felt the anxiety. I've done it all before. But what did I do? I, I, I bore down on it. I put together a strategy. I held myself together. And I successfully achieved my goal. And if I did it then, I'm able to do it again. Okay? Whether you're heading out next week for this, you know, career-changing interview, you've done interviews before, and you've been successful in them. Remind yourself of that. You know, you've been looking at this person across the room and across the classroom and across the office for God knows how long, and you're nervous about approaching them. You've done this before. You can do it again. You put together business plans before. You've, you, you have your own business. Now it's time to take it to the next level and build on top of what's already established. You are built for this. You can do this. These are the type of motivators that need to come from your internal engine. You need to be churning these out all the time. Sustaining yourself. Sustaining yourself. Affirming yourself. Sustaining yourself so that you will want to continue with this practice, this deep work. So I think you get the point. The last thing is celebrations promote a momentum. Celebrating progress creates momentum in your deep work practice, propelling you forward, just like we said before, with the sense of momentum and accomplishment. There's nothing like accomplishment to build momentum towards more accomplishment. I always tell myself, I only need to do one thing right today. 
I only need to accomplish one thing. If I can accomplish that one thing, if I can do that one thing right, I know within myself that is going to propel me to do the second thing and then the third thing. And by that third thing, there's going to be enough momentum and confidence and self-awareness that I'm not, there's, there's, as, as the momentum builds, the, the, the lack of confidence fades. I now know that I can do this. I just need to get it done one time. I just need to make that one sale. I just need to get my first sale under my belt. So this I put together for you today in hopes that it will motivate you and allow you to sustain your practice of deep work because I believe that is necessary. I believe that this can change the way that you work. It can change the way that you live and the way that you perceive uh, time and, and your ability to create more time for yourself. What's your why? Why are we doing all this? Well, I'll tell you what my why is, and then you can formulate yours. My why is because I want to be uh, a, a person that is uh, most productive with his time here, here on this earth plane. And so while I'm busy being busy, and I realize that, you know, in, in a large area of my life, I have been a lot of time just being busy, being busy. The things that I want to do, the people that I want to help, and the time that I want to spend with the people that I love is, is, is minimal compared to me busy being busy. So how can I maximize my time? Well, I can be more proficient. I can, I can, I can find out things about deep work that can help me to get more time back in my day. If I work for four hours as opposed to eight, 10, or 12, what can I now do with those other hours that heretofore I was using just being busy? So what is your why? Is it that you want to spend more time with your spouse, your kids, you want to travel? Do you just want to just feel better about yourself? Do you just want to be more productive? Whatever your why is, stick it in there. Stick it into your journal, into your notebook. And just know that this is why you're doing what, you, what you're doing. This is why you listen to a podcast like this, because you're hoping that something will be said that will help you to uh, understand how to uh, make better decisions and live your life in a way that's more productive or that works better for you. OK, you're not off the rails by any means, but, you know, within yourself, you can be doing things on a much more proficient level. Nothing wrong with that. We need to be reassessing all the time. So this is just reassessment. All right. So this has been day five. This is sustaining our deep work. And in a few days, uh, we'll post out and I'll just continue to check the uh, show notes, right? Continue to check the show notes because we're going to post out an ebook, uh, some worksheets or something that kind of correlates with this. that's going to help you, you know, document this and keep on, on track. All right. Don't forget. Go back to day one. You need to listen to this all over again, even if you've done it already, particularly if you haven't done it. Excuse me. If you haven't done it, definitely do that. Even if you have, go back to day one, listen to them all in a row so that you can make your notes and you can begin to put together your plan. Today is a Friday, so that means we're off on the weekend, but I will be back on Monday and we'll have more great content for you then. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Have a great one. 
That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.